Hot Mornings with Ryan DeLon and Tara Fox. Thank you. Love you guys. 7 to 10 a.m. I appreciate your humor. Hot Radio Maine. You guys have an awesome radio show. Maine's hit music channel. Uh, I want to know what the highlight of your weekend was. 207-807-1104 is the number. 207-807-1104. We actually have something to give away uh, this hour. We do. Yeah, you know about it? Yes. Tell me about it. Pentatonics are coming to Portland, putting everyone in the holiday spirit this year. They're a, a great gift, too. Like if, Seriously. If you're not trying to win these for yourself, maybe uh, for me, I would try to win for the girlfriend's mom because she's a big totally. Pentatonics Christmas fan. Like That's, that's on constant uh, replay. The Pentatonix Christmas uh, album or oh, all yeah. their Christmas songs and the videos. Um, and this is like a special Christmas show that's going down at the Cross Insurance Arena, right? Yes. What day is it happening? December 2nd. All right. So, so it's a little early. It's a little early, but it's putting you in the Christmas spirit and it kind of fits well because uh, this week we're actually starting Secret Santa. I know. It literally fits so perfectly. Which we're going to get to next hour. We're going to start giving away cash next hour. But this hour we have a pair of tickets, right? To the Pentatonix. Yes. Tara, we'll start with you. What was the highlight of your weekend to get this thing going? Well, I had my mini Thanksgiving yesterday. Okay. And it was lovely, but a couple of funny things happened. This is only my second time ever cooking a whole chicken, Mm -hmm. and I had to like get the giblets out. And and just to be clear, we did chicken because you don't like turkey. I hate turkey. I I don't think I'm going to continue doing this because I had to get, I had to cut (laughs) things that I didn't want to be cutting, and it was just a whole mess. And then finally, when the chicken came out, it looked done. And so we plated everything, and then when we cut into it, it was not done. It was pink. And I was like, so what are we doing? do in this situation put it back so, in the well i had already turned the oven off it had already been cooling for 15 minutes because it looked done we had to microwave a few pieces of chicken so i might have poisoned us um both of our stomachs were feeling a little iffy <laughs> but other than that it's a good memory it'll be like oh remember that time you poisoned us at thanksgiving everything else was really good i got this cornbread stuffing from trader joe's highly recommend cool it sells out every single year and i got it big fan of cornbread and it was so so good and i got canned cranberry sauce or jarred cranberry sauce from Trader Joe's and when I mm. spoon it out there was whole cranberries in it and I didn't like it. I was going to say as soon as you said the jar like no bueno like you, you, I looked I was examining it and I did not see I'm sorry. a single ball. I'm sure there's great things at Trader Joe's but that's the trip you got to make to Hannaford to get I know, the cranberry I sauce. I needed ocean spray but other than that. that it was amazing and the mini chocolate pies were a hit I made my own whipped cream. I love how you say uh, they were a hit it was just you and one other person that was at this mini Thanksgiving. <laughs> yeah I <laughs> like, love them. Every Everyone was going crazy for the mini chocolate pies. <laughs> no, but I will say I was very impressed with myself because aside from the chicken, uh, everything that I made was very, very good. Did uh, did Tucker contribute anything to the, the dinner? Did no, he I make... don't let him. Oh, okay. So it's not his fault. You shut no, him down. I, I don't let him do the cooking for meals that I actually care about because for some reason we can make the same recipe and his will taste I'm just throwing it out there. If you did his orange chicken instead of your chicken, it would have been a better time. I don't know. Sometimes it tastes like he undercooks that too. <laughs> we want to know the highlight of your weekend. 207-807-1104. Call or text highlight of your weekend. 207-807-1104. I DJed Saturday night at the bar and I'm going to use that as the highlight of my weekend. Poppin'. Because it was great. I had a blast out there. Uh, normally we cut things off at uh, 1230. They end early uh, at the bar, but uh, they kept it going because things were going so well over there. Ooh. 
So it was a party good party don't stop. Yeah, it was a good time over there at the bar. Uh, every Saturday, it's either me or DJ JC. And when you're like, what bar? It's literally called the bar. The bar. The bar in Bites, 8 Exchange Street. Uh, we call it Hot Saturday. So every Saturday we're out there. But it was a good time. Saturday and then Sunday, I basically did nothing. And I started watching um, this show, Love Life, on HBO, which like Anna Kendrick was in the first season. And then it's like a different, uh, it follows a different person for the second season. Speaking of Anna Kendrick, I watched some of the uh, Twilight movies this weekend that she's in. I was going to say, is she in Twilight? Yeah. I didn't even know that. I love her character in Twilight. Kate from Wells, uh, what was the highlight of your weekend? I got to go out dinner with my boyfriend for the first time in a month because oh. his family was in COVID, so I <gasps> haven't been able to see him. So we went to Longhorn, and it was really simple, but it was nice to actually be with him. Oh, my God. What did you get? I always get the flow of filet, like filet mignon, basically. Yeah, they actually like yeah, for for a chain restaurant. Their steak is pretty good. Their food is amazing. Right. I'm not hating on that. Brian from Milton, New Hampshire. What was the highlight of your weekend? We finally got our engagement pictures done. It took 11 months, man. <laughs> wow. So you got engaged 11 months later. You did the pictures. Now when's the wedding? Two years from now? Exactly two years. Man. <laughs> oh my gosh! Great guess. Look at great minds think alike. I love that. Um, yeah, what took you so long? Oh man, COVID. Yeah. Oh. That's, all up. That's my excuse for everything too when i say something took me forever i'm like covid i I get it i get it uh that's that's pretty cool um so getting married in a couple years and i'm assuming you're trying to win these tickets so you can take your lady to the pentatonics right absolutely that's a pretty good plan there tyler from bangor what was the highlight of your weekend uh me and my boyfriend bought our first house together Congratulations. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Congrats. Are you living up in Bangor area? Yes, we are. So you bought the house. When do you actually like do the whole move in process? Uh, we did it all this weekend. Oh, so you did everything this weekend. So you actually yeah. moved in this weekend. Yeah, we did. How exhausting is that? It was very exhausting. <laughs> <laughs> well, we got you a uh, new home gift. We picked your text. We're going to hook you up with Pentatonix tickets. No way. That's awesome. Yeah. Congratulations. You guys are going out there December 2nd for, is it called Evergreen, Tara? Yes. The, the- Evergreen Tour. The Evergreen Christmas Tour. Sweet. That's great. Hot Mornings with Brian DeLon and Tara Fox. So we have our Secret Santa contest that's going to kick off today. Actually, this hour, it's going to kick off. We're going to have our first contestant. We'll let you know when to be calling number 10 to play. Phone number, as always, 207-807-1104. Right now, though, I want to know, when did you peak? Actually, Tara wants to know. I would like to know. When did you peak? This is her idea. Uh, 207-807-1104. Explain what that means. Okay, well, everyone peaks in life. And to me, when you peak in life, it's like when you feel... Like you're on top of the world and no one can tell you any differently. And you know when you've peaked because you'll look back and be like, wow, my life is not like that anymore. Okay, so how old are you? I'm 25. So you think you've already peaked in life? Oh, absolutely. No, you got plenty I, more to go. Okay, so I'll break it down. You might have a family, like you might have kids. Who knows what else? No, I... That's not the peak? 1,000% peaked in middle school. In middle school? When I was in middle school, I truly felt probably the most confident I've ever felt. And that's usually not likely for middle school kids because they're still going through puberty. It's an awkward time. No, I felt like I was the king of the school. I felt popular. I felt like everyone knew who he, who I was. I felt like I was cool with everyone. I felt like I had so many friends. I was getting invited to the limousine parties at the end of the school year. Oh, I, felt, I truly felt unstoppable. Like I would walk into school and be like, I'm popular. <laughs> 
then I got to high school. This is a wild I was a nobody. story. Well, I was like the class clown, like, and I got away with anything I wanted to. Like the teachers were were cool with me. Like I just was, I felt appreciated by my peers. Okay. So I peaked in middle school. Then I got to high school. Nobody cared. Nobody knew who I was. And it was like, I had to start all over. And I actually ended up being quite shy in high school. Like all that confidence died. And I've since been trying to get that confidence back. And now I'm 25 and I look back and I think to myself, some of my fondest memories are from when I peaked in middle school. I can't even, rem- I couldn't even tell you a memory from middle school. I think I my mind goes blank in middle school. Like in the movies when you're a popular kid and you walk down the hallway and people <laughs> high five you. And I have not. I still like think you're pretty since. confident. So I've never felt that good since then. And so I peaked in middle school and I'm proud of it. 207-807-1104. I'm glad you own it. 207-807-1104. When did you peak? Uh, I didn't peak in high school because I'm still out here getting cuter. Please don't associate yourself with that. <laughs> I can't stand it. I can't stand it. I don't know if I've peaked yet. Ebbs and flows, right? It goes up and goes down. I would say like 22 to 24. Really? Yeah. I don't think I did. I was I was out. I was partying like seven days a week. Uh, I was bouncing around. I was living in Los Angeles. See, like I measure it by I had a reserved spot at the cool kids table. Like I had a seat on the bus that like people knew not to sit in because that was my seat. Like, Well, that's how I'm measuring too. I was part of the cool kids. We would go out and we'd party and we'd hit all the cool parties and all that. Yeah, you were on the invite list. I was on the invite list from 22 okay, to 24. That's when yeah, I peaked. See, I've never been on an invite list in my life. Liz and Biddeford, when did you peak? I'm just around 24. See, right there with me. I was like 22, 24. Why why was that the peak for Liz? Well, I was never cool in school. I was always that person sitting by themselves in a corner table in the cafeteria. Mm -hmm. But um, nowadays, you know, I have more friends now and I'm invited to a lot of outings. People invite me to a lot more things like a year ago than ever growing up. Oh, I love so you're, that. So how old are you now? Uh, tw- almost 26. All right. So you're like kind of still in the peak. COVID kind of messed with your peak a little bit. Yeah, COVID I'm not happy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you and everybody else. Josh from Mechanic Falls, when did you peak in life? I'd have to say high school because just like Tara, I was always a class clown and everybody knew me because all I did is made everybody laugh. Yep, and then you graduate and it's a sad reality. <laughs> <laughs> At least you guys are self-aware yeah. of it. Yeah. No one difference is, as you get older, I don't seem to think that I'm getting cuter there, Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> You're not out here getting cuter? You gotta have self-confidence, Josh. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so we're gonna I can stick with the class clown. There you go. <laughs> Kyle from Dayton, Maine, when did you peak in life? I'm like a fine wine. I'm getting better with age. Yeah, there it goes. <laughs> That's the answer I was looking for. <laughs> How old are you now? I am twenty nine. Look at that. You got plenty of time left too. Sure do. Why do you think like right now you're at your best? Right now I am playing full time with weed for a living and I got to uh still cook in a restaurant. There you go, you're making that money. So I'm doing two things I love. Love it. Elliot from Cornish. When did you peak in life? 15, for sure. <laughs> that was it? That's kind of like... You a license. Oh, yeah, I did. I'm from Massachusetts. Oh, is that a thing? I think you can get like yeah. your permit at 15 in Mass, right? Everyone can. <laughs> no, you can, you can get your license. Actually, they, uh, they put you in the car with the state trooper, and my task was doing a three-point turn, and she was like, you did the best three-point turn. She stamped my, my thingy-majig, and I went to the registry and got my hard copy, or waited for my hard copy to come through the mail. You must be older than me. They they made it a little bit stricter when I got my license in Massachusetts. 
I'm 35. I'm 35. Now we're the same age. Well, you're a little bit younger than me. I think what happened here is that you were an overachiever and you went for your license earlier than Ryan. Yeah, that probably is exactly what happened. What part of town you from in Mass? Uh, I grew up in Worcester. Oh, okay. I'm from Dorchester. That's what's up. Why did you peak at 15? Man, well, you know, once you get that license, a lot of things peak. <laughs> <laughs> All right, enough said. We know where you're going with that. Tara, we got to play Secret Santa. It's time. It's time for our first contestant. Ba -ba 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 -da. Come on down. Call number 10. You're playing Secret Santa. We're going to give you one clue. Five seconds to answer. If you can guess who this hour's Secret Santa is, you are going to be $200 richer. Ah! 207-807-1104. Call number 10. You're playing Patrick from Lewiston. Ba -da -ba 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 -da. You're our call number 10. Come on down. All right, cool. <laughs> All right, so Secret Santa is on. You're our very first contestant, so I'm going to explain to you how it works. I'm going to read you one clue as to the identity of this hour's Secret Santa. I'm going to give you five seconds once I finish reading the clue. If you can answer correctly and tell me who this hour's Secret Santa is, you are going to be $200 richer, all right? All right. If you answer incorrectly or after uh, the five-second timer, then the money is going to roll over, and Haley's going to be playing this afternoon for $400. But we don't want to do that. We want to get a winner right out the gate and give you 200 bucks. all right? Yeah, I want that, too. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Good. We're on the same page here. Uh, before we get into the question, though, I need to know, when did you peak in life? Um, I'm going to say about 22. And why was, 20, I, uh, why was 22 your peak? Oh, man, I was, like, right out. Well, coming out of boot camp in the army and like you got all the muscles and stuff, people start to notice you and, and I had a car, I had money, I had everything. <laughs> so you had car, money, muscles, everything. Sounds lovely. Everything. So yeah, and then like you walk around town in your uniform and stuff, people notice me and stuff like that. Yeah, so you were picking up the ladies with the muscles and the fatigues. Oh, uh, yeah. Got it. <laughs> All right, you ready to do this? You ready for your question? Cool, let's go. Uh, the Secret Santa released the song Jam, Turn It Up, in 2011. Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson? No! No. You should have known. I should have told you that Tara made the questions, and then it would have been easier. Uh, the correct, oh. the correct answer is Kim Kardashian. Ew. I mean, okay. <laughs> they play in my jam. That was her one and only song. It yeah, came out. I, I, if you would have said Tara would have made it, I. You would have just guessed Kim Kardashian. That's my bad. I was I, watching the. I remember watching the Kardashian show with my ex that came out. And I was like, well, I bet you from listening to us in the morning, you know quite a bit about them. <laughs> uh, unfortunately, yeah. All right. The good news here, Patrick, is that you can play this afternoon with Haley, 5 p.m. for 400 bucks. If we don't get a winner with Haley, tomorrow morning, if you're listening, we'll be playing for 600 bucks, and it's going to keep rolling over until we get a winner, all right? All right, cool. Secret Santa is made hot in Maine by Town & Country FCU. Their contactless Visa debit is a healthier way to pay. Show, pay, and be on your way visit tcfcu.com for details next chance to play secret santa happens at 5 p.m with haley for 400 dollars i'm telling you it's already snowballing i'm playing it right now thank you just for you what a treat <laughs> in case you don't remember what kim kardashian's one song sounded like it's honestly not that bad jam turn it up
All right, I think we can all be honest that that is, no, is actually really bad. What's the best part? This is terrible. Look. You're going to make me listen? Just give me like 15 seconds here. There's a reason why she only put out one single. She's no Beyonce. She's no Beyonce. <laughs> Hot Radio Man. Oh, Lord. Hot Warnings with Ryan DeLon and Tara Fox. Dirty on the 30. Saturday morning, grabbed my phone, I woke up, started Damn. mindlessly scrolling like I normally do, and then I like read the first headline, like eight people dead at Astral World, and I was like, what happened? Travis Scott has spoken out several times since Friday night's Astral World tragedy where at least eight people died and over 300 were oh injured. God. On Saturday, he tweeted, I'm absolutely devastated by what took place last night. My prayers go out to the families and all of those impacted by what happened at Astral World Festival. I'm committed to working together with the Houston community to heal and support the families in need. That statement went on for a little bit. He also hopped on his IG story and did a video and said this. I just want to send out prayers to the to the ones that was lost last night. We're actually working right now to identify the families so we can help assist them through this tough time. You know my fans, my fans like my fans really mean the world to me and I always just really want to leave them with a positive experience. And any time I can make out, you know, anything that's going on, you know, I, you know, I just stop the show and, you know, help them get the help they need. He went on to say this. We've been working closely with everyone to just try to get to the bottom of this, the city of Houston, HPD, fire department, you know, everyone to, you know, help us, help us figure this out. So if you, if you have any information, you know, please just contact your local authorities. Everybody continue to just keep your prayers. I mean, I'm, I'm honestly just devastated and I could never imagine anything like this. Video is a little strange. I saw some people in the comments talking about acting like he doesn't really care, just like his facial expression and his emotions. It was like forced well, uh, being upset, a, but who knows how you would feel or act in that kind of he's situation. He's in a terrible position because he put out the statement screenshot of the whatever black and white notes. right what i first read yeah and he put that out and people were like oh show your face like you didn't put that out your team did so then he shows his face and then he's not emotional enough or he's faking his, he's in a terrible position and he's also getting heat for continuing his astral world performances fans are being shoved and trampled and killed uh scott's set began around 9:04 p.m friday night emergency officials declared a mass casualty incident at 9:38 p.m and the show continued when scott noticed an emergency vehicle in the crowd he said what the F is that? He then said, if everybody good, put a middle finger up in the sky. You know what we came here to do. At around 10 p.m., two people climbed up to the stage and screamed to a cameraman. There is somebody dead in there. There's someone dead. Stop the show. I don't know if you saw that footage. I did. That was one of the first things I saw Saturday morning. And it was heartbreaking because this girl is so desperately. And there was a, a guy on the ladder so desperately trying to get the attention of the cameraman. And the cameraman's just doing his job, you know, like live streaming the show. But he didn't even 
even like call someone. He just shooed them away. He didn't even listen. Yeah, I'm not sure, you know, what his like authority was. He's just a guy that's hired to do camera work. But even if he were to like tell security like, hey, there's someone up here freaking out saying that someone's dead. Like right. he didn't do anything. No, I know. I tried to play devil's advocate and put myself in the person's shoes. And we've done a lot of shows here. And like, how would I have acted in that situation? And, you know, we've been to shows. You've seen people pass out at shows. Yeah, it's not uncommon. It's not. Um, so how did, would you handle it? Especially a show uh, as big as this one, like 50,000 people were there. There were some red flags though. There was like the VIP section that got raided like early. I saw there was like fence got taken down. Swarms of people going into the and merch line. All those people did not go through security. They did not have a ticket. So that means there's more people there than they anticipated. And we know that Travis Scott shows are rowdy. We yeah. know that wherever he goes, we were talking about it during the pandemic when he was walking into like 7-Eleven when they were releasing the cacti. It gets mobbed. It gets mobbed and gets crazy. I'm sure that they didn't have enough people on staff. No. Everywhere is understaffed at this point. I was hearing uh, from a, a person that organized another festival out West and they were talking about how for their festival, they couldn't find enough uh, security locally that they had to actually fly in like a hundred people uh, from well, out of state. they did that. They did that, yeah, yeah. to make sure it was, it was safe. And I'm sure that probably faced some of the staffing shortages here and the outcome was just so tragic. Kylie Jenner, who was at the event, said that neither she nor Scott knew what was happening during his performance. She wrote on IG, I want to make it clear, we weren't aware of any fatalities until the news came out after the show and in no world uh, would have continued filming or performing. I went right to her Instagram to see like if she had posted anything, if she had made a statement. And on her story, Saturday morning, you could see the emergency You saw the ambulance in, in the crowd. Stories, and she's just like panning the crowd like, woohoo! Right. And took that down real quick. She took that down real fast. Right. But that's what I'm saying. You, you don't, I'm trying to put myself in Travis's spot because a lot of people were out there and giving him a lot of heat and canceling everyone him. Has, everyone has their opinion about it. Like he must have known. He had to have seen it. And it's like, well, when you see someone unconscious being like put over the barricades and taken away on a stretcher, that happens at like any concert. And you're just assuming that the emergency people out there are doing their job, right. I guess. I don't you know. You would never assume that people are dying. I would expect that somebody, a stage manager or a production manager would make the call to run on stage and be like, hey, we need to stop this. It's like so they awful. would be alerted more than he would be alerted. But the youngest person that died, 14 years old. Oh my God, that makes me sick. John Hilgert uh, was the youngest victim um, to lose his life at Astroworld. He was crushed and trampled Friday night. Uh, oh, John what a was the ninth. Way to die ninth grader at Memorial High School in Houston. We talked a little bit about how like you have this perception of celebrity and it causes a lack of care for other people's human life. Like there were people rushing the stage to see the show, to see uh, Travis see Scott, Drake. to see Drake and to get excited. Meanwhile, they're literally were stepping on people that were on the Which ground. Is, I don't I don't comprehend this. I know that when you go to festivals, you, you might do some drugs, you might drink a lot, you might be out of it. How do you not realize you're stepping on a human body? It definitely doesn't feel like the ground. I think we're going to learn a lot about a lot more details about this as time goes on and the investigation continues because we, we heard the story of the security guard that got pricked in the neck. Yeah, and what is up with that? And he said he was injected with something. They had to revive him with Narcan. They were talking about people going into cardiac arrest because someone was handing out bad drugs oh at, the, at, the, at the venue as well. So we're going to hear about a lot of things. I heard that some people were rushing because they were trying to run away from the guy that had the needle that was pricking people. Mess of things going on uh, with this. I will say that I do expect there to be some changes without concerts are oh, yeah. done moving forward. Protocol is going to be different. Festivals are going to be different. Like there's a performer IDK. I saw him uh, at a show uh, after Astroworld and he uh, he addressed the crowd and basically gave like a speech like, hey, we're all human here. Take care of the people. 
turn to the person to the left of you, say, I got you, turn to the person to the right right of you, say, I got you. Nobody's going to uh, step on anybody. You know, just the fact that he got out there before his performance felt like he needed to address the crowd and make sure everybody was safe in there. Like, we're going to see a That's lot terrifying now, more forward. of that. Yeah, I'm a lot. sure everyone's going to be terrified to go to a show and an artist is going to be terrified of what the outcome could be. They don't want to see people lose their lives. We're already seeing the lawsuits that are coming in from the Astroworld Fest. The first one was filed in Harris County District Court on Saturday. Saturday. The second one actually named Travis and Drake in it. Which did you see that Drake limited his comments on the pictures with Travis Scott? I was wondering. So I went to Drake's page to see if he said anything, oh, right? Yeah, yeah, of course. And there was a bunch of photos from Astroworld. Yeah, and he didn't take them down. He just t- limited the comments. So only oh. like his friends could comment on Is it. Is that what happened? Yeah. Because I was looking in the comments and I'm like, I there can't. There was only 72 comments and they were all like, yeah. Yeah, I was like, I can't believe that nobody here is men. There was one person that said, like, rest in peace to those who have lost their lives at Astroworld. But all the other comments on Drake's pictures were just like fire emojis. It's like, like, if you have to restrict the comments, you should probably just take, I don't know. Yeah, in my mind, I was like, this is kind of wild that nobody's commenting on, you know, this massive tragedy. And they're just like excited. It's because he made it so people couldn't. That makes sense now. Roddy Rich is doing what he can to help after the Astral World disaster. He was on the lineup for that day. Um, after performing at the event on Friday, Rich posted on his Instagram story, I'll be donating my net compensation to the families of those in the incident. That's a great idea. Also, they canceled the the, the next day, day, the second yeah. day of the, the show as well. Um, we'll keep you updated as more details uh, come in on this whole tragedy, but it was pretty wild. And then just hearing like the stories one after the other and then seeing the videos of like the kids that were there. I, I saw way too many videos on TikTok that should not have been posted of just lifeless bodies. I don't even understand how they got uploaded. On a lighter note, I don't want to be all doom and gloom for Dirty on 30. On a lighter note, I just want to say, did you see that Cardi B met Robert Pattinson? And I'm so jealous. The way that she acted too, she fangirled. I would have acted exactly the same. I thought what was funny about that interaction, she posted a picture with Robert Pattinson is that people were in the comments. Like, this is my new friend. Saying like, oh no, because she's been having this flirty thing with uh, Penn Bagley, aka Joe Goldberg from you. And He's going to get jealous. Yeah, she they were like, uh, Joe is not going to like this picture. <laughs> like You're, you're going to become a victim of that. Um, that is your Dirty on the 30. Side Radio Mame. Hot Radio Mame. Let me explain something to you one time, Hot man. Mornings with Brian DeLon and Tara Fox. Five things you need to know. The number of people hospitalized with COVID-19 in Maine remains at a high level, 212. Even as hospitalizations have come down nationally, the majority of those in Maine hospitals are unvaccinated. COVID-19 cases forced Lewiston Middle School to go remote. Last week, more than a dozen Lewiston Middle School teachers were out of the building after testing positive for COVID-19. It's not even because of the kids. They're having staffing issues over there. That's why they need to go remote. The U.S. lifted restrictions Monday on travel from a long list of countries, including Mexico, Canada, and most of Europe. So the Canadian border is open now for travel. The new rules allow air travel from previously restricted countries as long as the traveler has proof of vaccination and a negative COVID-19 test. Outdoor lovers are going to be excited about this. REI Co-op is set to open its first store in Maine this Friday. Woo-hoo! And I'm going to be out there uh, DJing. That's so exciting. Yeah, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, I'm going to be out there from 2 p.m. to 5 p.m. DJing. Come on through. The store is going to be open in the Rock Row development in Westbrook. Friday and Saturday, I'm going to be getting Chick-fil-A for lunch for sure. Oh yes, and then you'll have to hop over to Starbucks and try a new holiday drink, but you can get decaf. On Sunday, you reminded me that Chick-fil-A is closed. It so is, it's closed. They're going to be doing like games and going to have giveaways and a bunch of stuff too at the REI co-op, so it'll be cool. Fun, I want to go. Is REI 
kind of like a direct competitor of L.O. Bean? Like, do they got beef? I would say they, I don't know if they have beef, but I would classify it as a direct competitor. Interesting. I wonder how the store will do in uh, Maine. I know uh, Reed was like excited about it. He said they got a lot of good stuff over there. So Ooh. I did the uh, REI co-op opening in New Hampshire DJed out there as well. And it was a good time. Amazing. So I'm expecting some more fun this weekend. 20 dancers from Druin Dance Center of Westbrook will perform in this year's Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. That's super exciting for them. Fun. Yeah, I believe they're going to be the only uh, dancers representing Maine. So we got to show them some love. They're expected to perform in front of millions of people in Herald Square. So congratulations uh, to the Druin Dance Center and those 20 dancers over there. Super cool. That's like a story you're going to forever tell. Oh, yeah. Like I danced in the uh, Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. Pretty epic. Uh, that's five things you need to know made how to Maine by Gold Rush Pond. Main Street Sanford got stuff you don't need. Turn it into cash. Need stuff you don't got. Pay less for it at Gold Rush. See TJ at Gold Rush Pond. Hot mornings with Brian DeLon and Tara Fox. Yeah, every morning. So another update for you on the uh, Travis Scott uh, Astro World tragedy. He's not going to perform this weekend at Day in Vegas Festival. He was scheduled the headline on Saturday, uh, the thirteenth, and it's being reported that he is quote too distraught to play, so he's not going to be attending that event. They're also offering refunds to everybody that uh, purchased tickets at the Astro World Festival, which we know eight people were killed, three hundred attendees, at least three hundred attendees were injured yeah. uh, at last Friday's concert. He should definitely take some time off to reflect on things. When do you get back on stage? I don't know. I don't know. In what capacity? I feel like it's even too early to be talking about that, but that's not a surprise there that he's going to be taking the uh, at least a weekend off from Day in Vegas Festival. 